Hello and welcome to the You're an Asset podcast. I'm your host, Casey the Dollar, and on this podcast, we find out who is an asset in the financial industry and who's just an ass. On this episode, I have two very special guests joining me, and one of them is the man behind the scenes who edits all the episodes, Mr. Ryan Stockbridge, and the other is our our friend McCall Marshall, and believe it or not, these two and myself, we make up Power 3 Financial. You are about to meet the entire team of Power 3 Financial, minus my social media manager, Farida. But so on this podcast, we're going to meet the team. And you guys tell me what you think about the team. You can put uh, sunglass emojis in the comments if you think these two are assets. Of course, you know I do. I wouldn't have them around if I didn't think they were. We are going to go into how we do things at Power3 Financial. Let you guys in on some on some secrets. Um, get to know us. Get to know them. And so without further ado, hi, McCall. Hi, Ryan. Hello. How's it going, you guys? Good, good. Beautiful day in LA. I'm, I feel like we need to like highlight Ryan a little bit more since he's been behind the scenes this whole time. Ryan has been behind the scenes this whole time, um, even though it's if it's just me on the podcast, Ryan is the guy behind behind the camera making all the magic happen. And Ryan's also an agent. Um I feel like I maybe left that part out. Ryan is he's an agent, obviously. He's part of Power Three Financial, but he's doing he's doing both. Um he's a man of many talents. And uh Ryan, why why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, so I met Casey much like ninety-nine point nine percent of the people that uh we speak to via TikTok. And so one day I saw a video about IULs and it literally exploded my mind. Um, I was like, how come I don't know this? And how can I know more? So I sent her a little email saying, hey, Casey, uh, (laughs) can I meet with you to talk more about this? Currently, I'm doing music. I have a pretty successful career producing and writing music for TV commercials uh, and, and artists. But I wanted to kind of expand and do things that weren't um, just creative, which is ironic because now um, I'm working on a podcast and I made the theme song to the podcast. And so it's still I don't think I can escape being a creative person, but um, at least now I can pick and choose how much music I want to do as opposed to having to do it all the time. I honestly feel so privileged to allow you to be in a place where you do feel creative because I remember when you were just an agent back, which would have been like a year ago, right? You were just an agent and you weren't struggling, but it was just like you lost all that creativity and we had to find a way to bring it back. Um, and like you said, you created the theme song to the podcast and we're all obsessed with the theme song to the <laughs> podcast. We love it. Um, and it's it's so cool. It's been so cool to watch you put all of this together. I will admit right here, right now, I'm the least tech-savvy person. You guys aren't going to hear any of it, but we just had a total technology problem. Um, and Ryan solves it, no problem. And me and McCall just sit here like, doo-doo-doo. Ryan's going to fix it. <laughs> and it gets yeah, solved. I mean, that's, it gets uh, solved. That's, um, that's, it's in my nature to be a problem solver, which, it, which kind of translates into IULs and working with clients in their unique 
you know, their unique circumstances. It's uh, they have something they want to happen and we help figure out how it can happen for them. So 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's why we call ourselves insurance That's strategists. Right. Yes. Yes. 100%. And I mean, you've come so far as as far as insurance knowledge goes, you and McCall. Um, I think it's worth mentioning that both of you guys, I mean, ground up as far as insurance knowledge goes, you guys started from the bottom just like I did. Um, and we're all here. And something that was interesting about Ryan, too, is that, Ryan, you were also doing a totally different financial like side hustle when we met and you had reached out to me and you were already growing a an audience on TikTok and Instagram, which got me totally intrigued. So I'm like, this guy is doing finance and he's doing music and and he's trying to learn about insurance, reaching out to me. I thought it was so cool that you were doing music, um, you know, being in LA and were interested in, in doing what I was doing. I mean, I remember thinking it was so cool now to see you being a master of both is is even better. It's like everything worked out so well. And Power Through Financial is just really lucky to have you. Well, thank you. That's very sweet of you to say, Casey. I feel very welcome being part of part of uh, this team. I mean, every week we get to hang out and we talk about new things that are happening in the industry, uh, things that we don't know but should uh, or could know. Um, you know, yeah. we're always staying up to date with things. And I think it's so important for anybody to have um, a mastermind group, you know, who can hang out and just talk not only about the industry that they're in, but expanding out into other things, you know? Um, Absolutely. Even just chatting about personal finance with, with you guys. It's good to be yeah. in those spaces, you know, keeping your mind on those ideas. So it's it's invaluable. 100%, 100%. And something that is is also worth mentioning is that, you know, there's three of us, but we were counting earlier this week. There has been a total of 14 people that have come along and somehow been involved with Power3 Financial, whether they were an agent, um, a strategist, or if they were an employee of Power3 Financial, and it is down to four. It's uh, become a very tight-knit foursome, <laughs> and <there's, laughs> there, there's only four of us now compared to 14. I mean, we've had a lot of people come and go throughout, throughout the last uh, two and a half years. And McCall being the McCall being one of the originals. Something I want to talk about is the fact that McCall and Ryan actually both reached out to me through TikTok around the same time, which is really interesting because McCall, you guys know a little bit of McCall's story. She she reached out to me. She needed help with her own finances. She ended up getting licensed in the industry, and then very quickly, McCall was an agent with Power Three Financial. Now, Ryan, well, it he, did it in a month. It, it, she did it in a month. Um, so fast, faster than I did it. But Ryan, Ryan reached out to me around the same time, which this would have been what, August 2020? It's like September, yeah, August. Yeah, yeah something like September. that. 2021, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Ryan didn't become an agent or a part of Power 3 Financial officially until what? May. March. May oh, well, I, May I, of twenty twenty two. Yeah, I actually got all my you know my E and O together, um, ready to go by May. Like official, official yeah. Like I, I was May going to meetings around March, like hanging out with you guys. Okay, you know? but uh, yeah, it took a long while. It, it was just a while. it was <laughs> it was it was just like it's a whole new industry, you know. Um, yeah. It was exciting, 
but it's scary to change to change careers to change industries of course i'm still doing music but i was like do i want to do this like this is so dry this this course this 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 life insurance (laughs) course is so dry that is this something no, that, it's, that's going to be okay for me? And thank God, actually working with <laughs> with life insurance and being in the industry is not anywhere near as bad as as what they what they prep you for with the life insurance exam. But I think I bought the course six times uh, before I actually completed it because you know they give you thirty days to do the course or whatever with with the one I was taking, and I was just like, this is getting ridiculous at this point. I'm spending one hundred and thirty bucks a time each time that I don't complete this stupid course. And so now I'm in the hole near a thousand dollars before I even do a, a single thing, before I even get a single license. Um, and then he gets on, becomes an agent, and we're like, "Yeah, you need to go buy licenses for all kinds of states, my yeah. friend. Like it's just another thousand dollars. You got to get licenses. You got to get your errors and omissions taken care of. Like there's so it's so much more than just getting that course, right? Like there's so much you have to get just to be able to sell one thing at the, like at the beginning to be able like, to make money you got to go spend another thousand dollars after oh. you procrastinated yeah. right. all of the courses yeah and it's not a quick yeah. process by any means like we don't you know no. we don't fire people through the system it's like you you get to know somebody you get to know their goals you go through policy designs you go through meetings you go through underwriting you know this could be a four to six week process so you not only yeah. are you changing careers yeah. you're dumping a bunch of, of finances in in the beginning and then you, even once you submit your first policy, you're waiting four to six weeks before you see any sort of return. So um, yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. why you see a lot of people dropping out of the industry, you know, before they find any sort of success at it, you know. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely takes some perseverance for sure. For sure. And you're going, oh, I haven't been paid in two months. This is exciting. This is exciting. Is this- <laughs> Am I going to be able to eat? I'm going to pay rent. Okay. Like, McCall, you if you got your license in November, did you mm-hmm. you didn't make money until till I was like January? Okay. That's what I thought. I think but that, you know, of course that's the application. Like Ryan yeah. said, then you have, you know, the next what, two to six weeks, give or take, of the insurance carrier doing their own application process. So I don't think I actually got paid from that for another month or so yeah, and you're still putting in you know, time it definitely takes some you know time. you're we're, like we're yeah. still having meetings we're still going through product knowledge we're still learning so you're still putting in time even without clients and having meetings you know you're putting in the time to yeah. learn uh and hang out with a team which of course casey always made it fun we had we had our insurance game uh, our jeopardy style game which was incredible by the way but i say that out to really say you put in so back. much time and it takes a while for it to feel like it's going to be something that's a viable option. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Four, four or five months. It took, it, for me too, it was five months before I made any money. And it's not like you come out of the gate and you make 10 grand in the first month. <laughs> like that, that yeah. doesn't just happen overnight. I think my first month I made like $500 when I say like I didn't get paid for five months and then the sixth month I made 500 bucks <laughs> and then right <laughs> like you're still like woo, woo. okay um, but I think it goes really well with the idea of you know kind of like our core values right where we yeah. talk I mean you, you see it everywhere if you've been on any of power three financial things or empathy strength and guidance and I think empathy really comes into this because we're not yeah we're learning about the products and we're doing all that but we're not treating people like a sale you know we're not trying to we're trying to help them understand the product we can't do that if we don't have our own knowledge and so we spend so much time learning so that we can help our clients understand what's happening and then kind of like you know go from there so instead of just being like all right five thousand dollars in one hour 
you know, we're like, no, we're going to spend an hour with you this week and then an hour with you next week. And, you know, we'll ha- have as many Zooms as it takes until you feel like all of your questions are answered. And because we're, we're trying to help people, not treat people like the sale product, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You just Absolutely. said it. I mean, you have to care about the IUL as a product and what it can do for somebody, not just something that you can sell. Like if that was the case, we could go sell Kirby vacuums and uh, do that instead and, and maybe get paid quicker. You know, it's not just about, <laughs> it's not just about the sale of it. You know, it's like, I reached out to Casey cause I was like, what the heck is an IUL? Like, what is this? Um, you know, cause I, I, I've purchased books. I've, I've, I've read as much as I can, um, about finances, but then all of a sudden here comes the IUL, uh, girl on TikTok, And this is just, it blew a hole in, in what I was reading. So you really have to care about what the IUL is as an actual tool to kind of stick through all mm-hmm. of that that waiting. And that's that's what you're saying here is it's not it's not all about getting paid. It's like this is like a, a really amazing product. Um, and so it's worth sticking through, you know, not getting paid for mm-hmm. months. Yeah, because you see the potential, you see the value in it that yeah. we want to share with people. Yeah, exactly. We would not be here if, if we didn't think the IUL was valuable to the general public. I think that's what kept all of us going, that we all believe in the IUL as a product so much that we wanted to make sure we got it into the hands of people who wanted it, needed it, and we wanted to get the information out there more than anything. I mean, all three of us are on TikTok. You can find all of us on TikTok and Instagram um, talking about insurance and not in a salesy way, right? It's all of us have come from this point of like, this is the truth. This is the transparent information you need to know. And this is the education you need. If you're looking to purchase something like this, this is what you can't find anywhere else that we couldn't find anywhere else. And what we feel like is important for you guys to know. That's the main thing that has kept us all together for this long and has made Power 3 Financial successful 100% on top of the fact that we have these these three words um, that McCall mentioned, empathy, strength, and guidance that are Power 3 Financial's core values. And we just see that no other life insurance company is priding themselves on having empathy, strength, guidance when it comes to how they run their business and how they talk to their clients how they're treating the IUL as a whole. Exactly. That's it's such a yeah. stigma. That's what we're fighting against is that there's so many yeah. people on TikTok talking about IULs or, you know, in life insurance in general, but it's a totally different process. You know, when you when you find us on TikTok, you're going to be speaking with one of us and we're going to guide you through the process uh, very specifically to what you're hoping to accomplish, you know, and really guide you the entire way through and continue to guide you year after year, um, you know, with our policy reviews. So you know, your goals and our product knowledge, our our desire is to align those two things. And like Brian said, is kind of get it to that place where we know what this product can do and you know what you want. How can we meet those two things together and use it to build the life you want to build using cash value life insurance? Before we get into like the process of what it looks like to work with one of us at Power3 Financial, um, I feel like Ryan just did a really good job of explaining where the guidance comes from but you guys want to touch on each of the words just a little bit as far as like how we view them as as a part of what we do i mean empathy for me comes comes along uh, for a, a, a multitude of reasons really one i understand the feeling of not knowing what to do with your finances and feeling like 
you know, we weren't taught this stuff in school. And even even if you have money, there's a lot of people that don't know what to do with it, as well as people who might not have a lot of money and feel like they are excluded from getting one because they can't afford it or something. Um but also, uh, there's a lot of people that we speak to who might have dealt with other agents who were potentially transactional or didn't care about what they were hoping to achieve um, or didn't care about their goals. And I think that all sort of is encapsulated by having this idea of empathy and really meeting with somebody one-on-one and trying to level with them uh, you know, and meet them where they're at and help them up to where they want to be. And so for me, that's, that's um, where the empathy component comes in. The strength is, for me, the carriers that we work with. Um, I mean, of course, us as a team, we're super close and and we get along super well. But the carriers that we work with have a strong financial rating. So that means that they've survived two world wars and the Great Depression, and they've been around for a long time. Uh, So we feel uh, feel safe bringing our clients to an entity that is strong. Yes, Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Let me put it this way. All of us come from different financial histories, right? Some mm-hmm. all you know, we all know what it's like to be in one. Some of us don't know what it's like to be in one. And we've had and we know the people who come with to talk to us are in that kind of same boat of like Casey talked about the broke bitches a couple <laughs> couple podcasts ago, right? It was a quite in one of her Q and A's. And so we know that everyone comes to us with very different financial goals, financial needs, financial understanding. And so we want to be a place to be like, yeah, we are people you can trust and we're going to, you know, navigate this together and see what we can come up with. And we have a plan for, you know, the broke bitches and we have the plans for the you know, multi-million dollar CEO. So we, we and everything in between, we're constantly learning product knowledge to make sure that we are the best of the best and experts in this industry so that we can actually identify ourselves as insurance strategists where we take in life insurance and strategize financial goals with it and then guidance i mean or strength like ryan said we really do count that as our partnerships with the insurance carriers we're contracted with and even the in the relationship he said it beautifully knowing that the insurance carriers have outlasted multiple banks and have gone through multiple recessions and are still standing strong and doing what they do best is I mean, we take a great amount of pride in who we are contracted with. Yeah, but Ryan said it perfectly. And of course, Ryan said it perfectly. And I'll I'll just have to take credit that I came up with the words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a long, a long time ago. Um, I mean, that was back before I met before I met McCall and Ryan. Um, empathy, strength, and guidance were the words that I wanted to use for the insurance company. I was starting empathy one having empathy for other people is something that I mean in all aspects of life you know I've I've always just been I'm an empath for sure um I think all three of us are we we feel things really deeply we have a lot of conversations about just like the hurt going on in the world and then you apply that to people's money and what this industry has done to people we take that into account every single day when we do when we work with clients and when we talk to each other and when we think about how we want to proceed going into the future. We're thinking about it from the client's perspective, from the viewer, from the followers, how they feel. And then as our clients, you know, are actively having a policy, we are still thinking about how do they feel right now and how do the people we're talking to um, who are potentially wanting to get a policy, how are they feeling right now? And then 
guidance, guiding just listeners in general is a big thing, I feel like, for us. Like, there, mm. we do a lot of work with people who already have policies. We give people information who don't ever end up getting a policy, or maybe they can't get a policy, or maybe they're not in the right place right now to get a policy. We are still trying to do our best to guide them to the right information, to the right place, and giving them any information that we know that we feel could be useful. So that guidance isn't just something that we do for our clients. And then teaching people how to do this the right way. We have other um, relationships in the industry um, with people. And I've I've learned from other people. They've guided me. And I've taught things to to relationships that we've had that I have as well there I don't I'm not a I'm not a secret keeper I don't want to be I don't want to hold secrets in and not share them now there's a lot of secrets that we that we do keep in that are particular to power three financial okay and I feel like a lot of them are going to come out on this episode when we start talking about the next thing but um for a long time we have kept things secret because um unfortunately when you when you let everyone know why you're special people are going to copy that and I think we're at a place these days where we feel more confident to share how we do things and how how we've become as successful as we are because we're not worried that, like, if someone wants to take our ideas, please do. <laughs> please treat your clients the way that we treat them um, or that we the way that we treat our clients. Um, please hold yourself to a higher standard, right? Yeah. So if we can give other agents in the industry guidance as well from speaking out about how we do things, that's that's a win in itself because that means that somebody else out there is taking better care of people. And then other than the fact that strength re- involves the carriers we work with, I think there's a sense of just us three having the strong bond, which I think got mentioned, but yeah. having a strong relationship with the people that you're working with and then also having a strong relationship with your clients. I have clients from two, you know, two plus years ago that ask me for advice on on their policies now that ask me for advice for their family members who ask me about what I think about the current economy you know and so having that kind of relationship that strong relationship with a client that's not just transactional is huge it's huge we've even gone to dinner with some of your clients we have gone to dinner with some of my clients um we have gotten the opportunity to meet clients in person which is a big deal I consider a lot of the clients that I have friends um, and if you're listening, you you know who you are. And it's it's pretty much everybody. I don't think there's anybody I've done business with where I'm like, mm, like, we're not friends. <laughs> like, I don't like this person. Most people, they reached out to us for a reason. And it's because they could tell um, that we're honest, transparent, and and we care. And they wanted that kind of relationship with us. And so it did form into more of just more than just a client agent relationship. We have strong friendships happening, and I hope to keep running business that way. Okay, so we're going to let you guys know exactly what it looks like to become a client or to reach out to us. Obviously, you can reach out to us through through email, through social media. We have different links in our in our bios on TikTok, Instagram, on our website. But what does that look like, right? So... If you find any of our content, if you go to our website, if you listen to the podcast and you want to reach out, somebody tell me what's the first thing that's going to happen. Well, 
Ooh, go ahead, go, go, go ahead, McCall. No, you go, go. ahead, Ryan. I, I, well, I've been on a couple podcasts. You <laughs> no, go for here it. Here you go. <laughs> no, you go. It's a, your turn. No, the, the, so, what happens, So Ryan? the first thing that you're going to come across is a, a, a Calendly form. And if you want to know why we use this form, it's really to help us kind of know where to start when we do the next thing. What yeah. is the next thing? Yeah, I mean... There, well, well, hold on, because what else is on this form? This form is not just like name, email, phone number. What do you want? Tell, <laughs> <laughs> give me everything yeah. right now. No, well, it's, it's going to ask you if you take medications, if you have any illnesses. It's going to yeah. ask you if you're a felon. Um, this is kind of important for us to know. Um, yeah. I wish it wasn't, but it it is. Yeah. It is a big determining factor in whether you can get insurance or not. And like, so are chronic illnesses, right? Um, it asks if you smoke marijuana or if you drink alcohol and it asks if you're married, if you have kids, it asks what your preferred gender is, all things that'll help us figure out where you need to go next, who you need to work with. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I wish we didn't have to be invasive, like first go, but unfortunately people who can't get insurance really 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 want insurance like they they just do because they've come to a point in their life where they are really sick their health isn't so good um maybe they watch somebody else in their family get sick and not have life insurance and now they want it but they're you know that's in their family history or um someone who's a felon a lot of felons want insurance and so if you're a felon and you're listening and you're wondering if you sorry. can get insurance i'm really sorry but if you're a felon that is a risk to the insurance carrier. There's a reason we have to ask these questions up yeah. front. And also not to provide um, any false hope for yeah. somebody who's a felon who might want it. Like you get your answer exactly. immediately. If you, you know? Exactly. Yeah, you're going to know. Yeah. Because unfortunately, at the end of the day, you as the person is what the life insurance carrier is insuring. It's your life. So they're going to try and determine how much of a risk are you to them. And so if it's a yes or no to some of these, then it's going to be a, a no. But here's amazing resources and things that like, we're not going to just leave you high and dry, I promise. Yeah, yeah. we, we like, don't do that. And for anybody, I mean, if, if there's any criminals listening, um, you know, or, or you know, maybe you have a relative who you were, um, you're interested in insurance yourself and, you know, you, or you know somebody and they do happen to have a DUI or they were bankrupt. Like, these things are taken into consideration for insurance. And it's not always that they're a, a full decline, right? But we have to know these things ahead of time in order to try to get you insured too. Like yeah. there are some instances where maybe your DUI was over 10 years ago and we can still get you insured or your bankruptcy was, you know, a significant amount of time since it happened that we can still get you insured. But also I think this is where I was going to go with that is that these things that will get you a decline, okay, if your instant thought is, okay, well, then I'll just insure somebody else instead of myself, but like own the policy or pay for the policy, who wants to pick up where I'm, where I'm going right here? Uh, it's, this would be it's, one of our standards, right? As a, as a company, as a team, if, if we yeah. have a felon reach out and we tell them and, they can't get coverage and they say, well, I'll just insure my wife or I'll insure my kid, especially my kid, McCall, tell us. If you're if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna use your kid, uh, uh, or not, no, I like we all. I, I think no, no, it's a it's a no because they they don't the kid doesn't know and they yeah. they're not like my general rule is like if it's a consenting adult, 
you know, like, like, you know, the wife or if there's someone that's like, yeah, they can, you know, use me. And of course, if it's the wife, then they can both own the policy and there, there's things there. But if you're like, well, then I'm just going to insure my kid. And as a team, it's, it's kind of a no from us because the no kid class. can't consent to this. They can't legally be like, yeah, I'm okay with this plan and have my felon dad use my life as, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, sorry, no. unfortunately, especially in the, in the criminal history case. Yeah. It just um, gets a little morally questionable for us. There might be for agents us. out there that do that. No problem. But for for all of us, we've all kind of we've been in that situation. Like we're not just talking about this, like making things up. This actually happens all the time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. all the time. What about what about somebody who is really chronically ill and they tell us, you know, I want to insure my kid. What do we think about that, Ryan? If if the child is still going to be able to benefit from the policy you know uh, is it going to yeah. be used i mean it's tough because even with the child you can't guarantee that once they're approved that the, that the uh, policy is going to be used in good faith for the child as well um exactly it's, it gets a little bit easier once the children are adults and say hey my dad's got a illness but i and I, but i want to do this for him so that you know to help him out that's yeah. a different situation but it gets tough when the, exactly. when the kids are involved been, yeah and, and, and there's been some people like i've i've had phone calls with people who are like Look, I know I can't get a policy because of X, Y, Z, but I really want this for my kid. I want this for their college and retirement. And they're they're talking in such a way that's like, you know that their desire is to make sure that their kid is taken care of in case something happens to them because they're chronically ill yeah. and they want to make sure. And so, you know, they're already talking about it being trust owned and trust, you know, and all that mm-hmm. and using things that make you aware they really do want this for their kid because they want to make sure their kid's taken care of yeah. because of what because of X Y Z right chronic illnesses sometimes have you know less life expectancy attached to them so they're like I need my kid taken care of and I want to use this for that and when you kind of start hearing things like that you're a little bit more inclined to be like okay we can get your kid into a policy sure you know but there's still there's still layers to it right if there's another parent involved or not you know there's so there's still a lot of moving parts to those kind of things which is why it's so case by case it's like we are we talk a lot about like people using their best judgment to decide if they want to work with us and like do you feel like you can trust me and whatnot in these situations we're doing the same thing we're doing the same thing (laughs) back at potential clients because ultimately that policy is in effect for a lifetime and you canceling it using it incorrectly or not using it for the insured person to get the benefits not buying it for the insured person to get the benefits that looks bad on us our name is on there for mm-hmm. forever something that kind of dawned on me as like i'm trying to get ryan to like answer these questions <laughs> is, is me and mccall okay have been on the phone with some wild ass people, like some wild <laughs> ass people. And Ryan didn't get to have as many of these like insane phone calls um, just because when McCall came on, it was still in like the early stages and there were just people from all walks of life. And there was a lot of people who were not eligible for insurance reaching out um, and we didn't have the systems in place. And we didn't to kind of have like the systems in yeah. place to like weed people out. So we were just taking yeah. every single phone call. And uh-huh. if me and McCall just sat here and we're like, what's the craziest phone call you've ever had? I mean, gosh, I can think of so many. I can think of so yeah, many. I've been yelled at. Yelled at. Times. Oh, why are you and not going like, to insure me? Yeah. Why are you not going to let me do this for my kid on your own? 
And Ryan got to miss out on this. Yeah, those unfortunately, most, those, that thousand dollars he spent. <laughs> and I know you're really upset. About taking it, Ryan. all of the the licensing exams and waiting this long actually paid off. That he like missed the crazy of uh, <laughs> a lot of wild people we were on the phone with because now we have this process right where we're immediately finding out like hey tell us about you tell us about your your medical history your personal history and give us an idea of what kind of person that we're working with here we're going to be speaking with before we get on the phone um and that's just good business practice right like in the beginning we didn't have that good of business practice and i very much wanted to let anybody get a phone call that wanted one um and so a lot of a lot of time was spent that i don't want to say it was for nothing but it was just it made for a lot of we, good stories lessons were learned lessons were conversations learned. were had <laughs> exactly exactly so okay so back to the process right so they reach out they want to get in contact with us they fill out this form and they're going to be prompted to set up a phone call yeah so then Basically, what happens is you'll get an email that says you have a phone call scheduled at blank time based off of the availability you submitted. Yeah. And it'll pop up on our schedule that says you have a phone call with so and so. But yeah, that's a, it's a phone call. You know, we get a little bit more, a little bit more information again to kind of decide the goals and what you are kind of looking for within the cash value life insurance world. What's going to be the right fit for you and kind of start getting our wheels turning so we can kind of start strategizing and. Let's answer some questions and let's get some more info so that we can do the next thing. The next thing. Ryan, how often are your phone calls only 15 minutes? Um, not very often. Um, usually we, we, <laughs> we end up talking to a lot of nice people, you know, and um, this it's is something true. we enjoy talking about. Um, and so it's great when you yeah. get on the phone with somebody who's really interested in what yes. we're talking about. And so it, it um, you know, I find myself shooting the shit a little bit longer than I than I probably should but you know we're just hanging out on the phone and it's um so oftentimes it's it's more than 15 minutes 100 percent closer to 30 yeah usually. yeah I mean I had I had two brand new phone calls with people today one of them was one of them was 25 minutes and one of them was 32 minutes like yep. you know it's that's pretty standard. And so we create space in our calendar to be able to prepare for that because there was a time where we were wanting to shoot the shit and our calendar was like every 15 minutes you have a phone call. It was very it was so bad. That's one of the lessons that McCall's mentioning that we learned like, mm. Mm, I would love to chat with you, but um, I have to make another phone call. I don't know why I did this to myself. So you're, you're literally like, I, I, I know we didn't get any of your questions answered, but I got to go by. Yeah, like, I got to go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, we'll schedule another thing. It's fine. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, fifteen minute phone call. We call it that. But look, sometimes they are fifteen minutes. Sometimes people have been doing a lot of research, which I always love that. Um, and they mm -hmm. just want to know what is the next thing. Obviously, we're not doing business over the phone. None of us have ever done business over the phone. Like, mm -mm. not because we didn't want to. Literally, because we do not do things that way. We won't do things that way. And that doesn't seem reasonable. So phone call to discussing what what you want to contribute into a policy. And then the three of us, you know, obviously we're doing it on our own. A lot of times we work on cases together. But if you have a pretty standard case and, you know, McCall is your agent, she's going to write up illustrations for you and plan a Zoom. And on the Zoom call... While we might have made illustrations and had numbers prepared that show projections that you wanted to see, 
That is not the first thing that we do. We actually have a full presentation that we that we like to go through to help you better understand what you're about to see. Yeah, because call is crazy, but we kind of want you to understand what's happening with your money within this product <laughs> and understand the product that you're looking to purchase. I know it's a wild concept. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a complimentary policy review. Like, well, we do policy reviews for people who have illustrations made by other people and like can you just check it but i had one today and he sent it over and i looked at it and your death benefit was too big and if you want to know what that does to the policy check out casey's um podcast from last week but um it was it wasn't horrible but it wasn't great and we're talking through it and i'm going through the guidelines and all these things that if you've been paying attention to podcasts or social media we talk about all the time but i'm going through it talk about the guy he's like no one said anything about this they just sent it over and i had no clue and i've already and i was like then why'd you sign things? He goes, well, it, it seemed like the right idea. And I was like, okay, no. Thankfully, he just signed for the application and not the actual policy. Oh, thank God. I know, I know. I was like, oh, good, good. So, you know, we're, we're moving on to the, you know, okay, let's look at it, what it's supposed to look like and then you can kind of go yeah. from there. But he was like, no one explained this to me. And I'm like, I know, it's crazy that people don't think to explain to you what you're purchasing. That, I mean, just yeah weird ryan how often would you say that you get on a zoom call with somebody and you get through the entire presentation and you show them a full illustration top to bottom Uh, not not very often anymore i mean it's (laughs) it's like casey said we want the we want you to be a competent partner in what you're embarking on you know can you not be so thorough? Yeah, I know. There, I mean, there are people. There are people who are like, "That's I, enough." I, like I don't care who you are. It. I don't care who you work for, and I don't care who you're <laughs> gonna uh, sign me up with. Just get me one. Get me an IUL. <laughs> yeah, people are like this, and we're like, mm, not the way I do things. So you can either uh-uh. go at my pace, and I can go as fast as possible. But I'm not gonna let you. Like, I'm not just gonna sign you up. Like, do, like, aren't you curious? Mm-hmm. Like what we're doing? No, maybe. Yeah. And again, it's kind of a protection for ourselves because in six months, if you're like, I don't understand what's happening and I'm not, you know, and I don't get in. Exactly. Like, like no, we like it. There's a lot of moving parts here, but we really, we really want you to know what's how this works. Plus, we like it. We think this is cool. Yeah. One hundred percent. You want to share it with everybody. Ryan, what do you think on the presentation? Like, what what do people get the most out of? Like when they're you're going through it, any certain information that people are always like like asking so many questions about? There's a few. Indexing is one. Um, I think which is an important thing to stop and explain because yeah. uh, that's one third of the letters of IUL. Um, so it's important. <laughs> it's yeah. You should know what's happening with the indexes because yeah. it's index. Um, it's index. And, and, mm-hmm. and our, our particular strategy and how we approach those. Uh, so that's, that's yeah. one thing. Uh, and also there's a, a cute little video in there of Casey describing the difference between a poorly structured policy and a properly structured one. And so I this think, I think a lot of times in the presentation, we speak on hypotheticals, but with that particular video you're actually explaining uh hard numbers and so i think that uh, makes things click sometimes for some of the clients we speak with people like that yeah yeah (laughs) guidelines i i mean gosh i can't go i will not go through any illustration no matter how bad because i have some of these older men that i work with that are like just just show me the numbers i just want to see a quote and i'm like "Mm, 
I'm gonna have to go through more information first, like no matter what you want to do. And they'll get on the Zoom call with me and be like, okay, like I'm ready to look at numbers. Like I'm ready to see what you got. And I'm like, I will speed up the information that I was going to go through, but we are not skipping the guidelines. Like, I don't care how <laughs> how quickly you want to move. And like Ryan said, I'll always do index strategy, the the balance of an IUL, how we set it up and why it's important and the guidelines, like no matter mm-hmm. what. And then what's funny is I feel like every time I try to go fast through the guidelines because I'm like, okay. We're almost at the end. We're going to go through these guidelines. There's five of them, you know, and I want to chat about them because they're about to look at numbers. And all of a sudden, another 20 minutes has gone by because they're like, wait, what about this? And how does this work? And what do you mean? And can you? Uh, And I'm like, "Mm, oh, okay. So (laughs) you want to get another Zoom call scheduled because now we don't have time to look at the projection because turns out. You're not as familiar with the information as you thought you wanted to be. And you were just ready to put your money down, my friend. Like, yeah, you didn't know there was a there was a a contribution limit tailored to you and your policy. And I think a lot of people still think that we're going to go and have a sales pitch with them. And then when we start educating, I think people go, wait, holy shit, like you're actually teaching me something I had no idea about. And we're like, yeah, yeah." (laughs) you know, and this is all stuff too. kind of going back to what we're saying about earlier, you know. We spend so much time learning and we're going to know everything about the fine print within these illustrations because and how these policies work. And we were going to make sure we knew everything so that you can know everything. Yeah, 100%. And so we can sleep at night. And so we can sleep sleep at at night. night. It gets mentioned just about every episode. (laughs) We sleep really good, guys. Like. Someone commented on one of my last videos on TikTok and was like, how do you sleep at night selling IULs? And I was like, like a baby. Like, have you not listened to the podcast? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. We, <laughs> we we give you the information so you can make an informed decision with all of the information. 100%. And it includes the things that most people don't want to talk about, the guidelines, the fees, the the things that aren't as pretty, right, as look at what the cash you could take out, which is, or the loans, I guess. And so, you know, so it's things like that that people want to see but we're like no we're gonna show you the other stuff too. so uh, they fill out a form they get on a phone call we get on a zoom call and on average mccall how many zooms do you do with someone before you have a zoom call to submit an application on av- two usually but sometimes yeah. by the end of that second one they're like ready to go yeah. so three altogether. The third being that and that and on a Zoom call to fill out an application, people still have questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, that's 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 fair. I mean, it can can get crazy. I mean, which is which is fine. I mean, I want people to feel like they're fully understanding things. And I understand when you're when you're getting information fired at you, not all of it sticks. So you got to go away process. Um, At the end of our first Zoom, we send you the illustration that we went over. Uh, so yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. taking a look at it on your own time um, will bring up some other questions. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, sure. the point is that it's not a, a speedy process, right? I mean, there's there's a few zooms to go all. through it to make sure that uh, you know you're fully understanding what's going on. The longer I'm in this industry, I mean, I, I'll have had a zoom with somebody, you know, in February. And then all of a sudden I have a second Zoom with them, you know, last month. It's been four months in between. 
we still had two Zoom calls and like now they want to get a policy submitted. Um, but in between that time, there'll be emails back and forth right. and right. answering more questions. And I, I actually am working with a young girl right now, which whenever it's a younger person and I mean, she started off the conversation with like, I know nothing. Please, please help. Like I just started investing and I, um, I'm making a lot more money these days. And I don't know what to do. And I, I want to talk to you about it. This girl, it took us two Zooms to get through the presentation. Because <laughs> she was just like, every single thing was question. And her going, uh-huh. do, am I understanding this correctly? Can I tell you what I think I heard? <laughs> She'll re- yeah. tell me stuff back. We just had our fifth Zoom. Like, for nice. example, like we just had our fifth Zoom. And she's going to end up getting three policies, Okay. So it's a big thing that she's doing, and we have a lot of strategy behind behind what she's doing. Two IULs and a term policy. She's only twenty five, but that's awesome to get that that strategy going to get her feeling comfortable. It's all different from everybody because, like McCall said, a lot of times people they really want it. We do a really good job explaining everything the first time we get together, and some people are like, "Hey, I'm good. I like the numbers. Let's let's get an application going. Like I'm ready to start this bad boy." And then other people are, yeah, five Zooms later, and she's like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, now I get it. And whenever I have that experience with somebody, people are so grateful. They're like, thank you so much for spending so much time with me. Like, I learned so much. I have so much more information, more than I ever thought that I would get. You know, like this 25-year-old, her policies are really small. She's going to have a really good cost of insurance. I'm not making very much money off of this client. And I, I don't care. And she said to me, like, am I taking up too much of your time? Like, based on, you know, like what, you know, you're going to get paid. Don't worry about me, girlfriend. Like, are you kidding? Right. Like, the people, people care about that. And they, they appreciate, you know, the time that we spend. Um, well, just really and I nice. also think it brings up a good point, too, of like, I have a lot of people that are like, how much do I have to pay you for mm, your service? True. And I'm like, you don't. You don't. Pay me. Nope. For my service, mm-hmm. this is this is just pro bono almost. <laughs> like, like in a we way. will go through it, all of this with you for as long as you want. Yeah, especially you know? the complimentary policy reviews we do. People mm-hmm. are always asking, like, "What does it cost for you to review my policy?" Um, nothing actually. Like, can't charge, won't charge. Um, yeah, for those bad boys. Like, that's just something we're doing out of the kindness of our heart because we know that it's really fucking it's important. Rough out there. Yeah, it's rough out there. It's rough out there. But all together, I mean, this process went from you having to submit an inquiry and some information, get on a phone call with us, then get on a Zoom, and then get on another Zoom, and most likely get on a third or fourth Zoom. This is really depends on how many zooms you want. Yeah, it depends on depends on you and what pace you want to move at. But we're talking we're talking at least four weeks of a process before we do anything. What else, you guys? We we miss anything about the the process? I don't think so. I think that's a great overview of uh, what people can expect once they hit that link in your bio or my bio or McCall's bio Mm -hmm. or the website. On the website, if you go to www.power3financial.com, click a link, it pops open with the form, and from there, you just start following along the steps, and you'll get in touch with one of us, and we will be super stoked to hear from you. Um, Always stoked to hear from people, whether you have a policy, need a policy, want a policy, 
just need more information. We have no issue with anybody who just wants more information. Like that's yeah. part of why we do what we do. <laughs> no one's paying us for the podcast or for content or for anything. Like that's we're right. just trying to get the word out there. I hope you guys love McCall and Ryan as much as I do. Um, I'm I'm so glad I got to show them off today and talk about how Power Three Financial does things. Um, you guys got to see some of our how our relationship is. Power Power Three Financial is really important to all of us. Our clients are are so important to us, and you guys listening as well. Um, thank you guys so much for being here, chatting with me today, Ryan. Where can people find you on social media? You can find me on TikTok. <laughs> is this a joke? Am I missing? Am I missing the joke? <laughs> oh, you, you can find me. No, but I'm telling you, you got that that smile on. Right. Where can the followers find? Where, do, where do the listeners? Find out? Um, the, the listeners can find me on TikTok at fill your pockets, uh, as well as on Instagram at fill your pockets underscore. Phil, oh, we might fill fill your pockets, not like P H I L, like your name. That's right, fill them up, like like you're getting an I U L. Everything is growing like crazy, and your pockets are getting full of earned interest. Um, Let's go, F I L L, the pockets. Yes, fill your pockets. Yes, um, amazing. Not mine, amazing. Yours. <laughs> your pockets, not my pockets. <laughs> We're filling yours. Yes. Oh man, and McCall. Where can people find you on on social media? <laughs> living dot living dot lively on TikTok and <laughs> underscore living dot lively underscore on Instagram. Yes, amazing, amazing, and I'm sure those those links will be in the uh, bottom of the episode somewhere, and you can you can go check out our social media. Um, and if you want to send us an inquiry, make sure you go to our website, like we mentioned, or you can find how to reach out to us in all of the links in our bios on social media. Otherwise, shoot us an email to info at power3financial.com. I hope you enjoyed listening to the three of us chit chat about, about things insurance related and what it's like to be our client. And we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Thanks so much for being here, my friends. And this has been the You're an Asset podcast, where I'm your host, uh, Casey the Dollar. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Your an Asset podcast is not giving financial advice. We are not licensed financial advisors and our licensing is strictly in insurance products. The information that we talk about is specific to the products that we work with. We cannot guarantee that other agents will have the same product features that we discuss on the show.